0: people bin shows all the time girls like ourselves devour them children are put to bed early by their parents hopefully to not be seen again that night housewives take the grocery money and invest in stars to watch seasons four and five all episodes are consumed eventually Welcome, nerdy knights of the well rounded table to Bohemian Geek Studies, where we take extremely dorky dives into our favorite fandoms. I'm Lady of That Thirsty Lake, Sarah O'Connor. Hello and welcome.
1: Hello, everybody.
0: <laughs> and Sarah and Flo.
2: Hey.
1: It's your ginger <laughs> host, Colleen McMillan, who would be dead from heat stroke if I had to wear Claire's clothes for real tank top, mini skirt, shorts. I'm out. None like in
0: the
2: club, rip mm-hmm. it all off. we uh-uh. would <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. be getting Club Colleen in Jamaica. <laughs> yes. yes. I'm going to agree with that. Hey, bonjour. It's your favorite French lassie, Flo Siegel. And yeah, I fully agree with that. I can barely make it like two seconds in Florida wearing real clothes. So let alone Jamaica, it's not happening. So the VGS ladies, through many very thirsty discussions, decided to let you in on what has been a series of frantic text exchanges that still continue to this day, honestly. Absolutely. And we decided to begin a detailed dorky dive into the sexy historical world of Diana Gabaldon's Outlander, a star show adapted from novels. Be warned, we will be talking heavily about mature content. This one has like some gore in it, so. Yeah. Be warned. Um, As well as discussing sensitive topics such as sexual violence and rape. So make sure the Barons are out of earshot. And with that, je suis prêt for a recap of episodes nine through 13 of season three. Let's go.
0: (laughs) So, to start us off, Jamie and Claire learn that the ship that kidnapped young Ian is heading for Jamaica. So, they pursue it on a trading ship named the Artemis. When they're at sea, Fergus discloses that Leary's daughter, Marsley, is aboard and they seek Jamie's approval for their marriage per a hand binding ceremony, they which is adorable. Yes, They
2: <laughs> wanted to do it so bad.
0: They wanted it now on that boat. They wanted it to be the only thing that was rocking. But sadly and unfortunately, Jamie withholds his consent. Unfortunately and mysteriously, the ship loses wind and their drinking water turns putrid. Not a good look. Mm -hmm. The clue begins to suspect that one of Jamie's men is Jonah, meaning a man of bad luck. They're about to throw a man overboard when Yi-Ten-Cho delays the crew with a sad story of his life, and the wind returns before the crewmate is murdered. While they remain at sea, a British man of warship named the Porpoise stops them and seeks their help because their crew has been stricken with the plague. Claire gets to work, as usual, and discovers that the disease is typhoid fever and trains them on how to stop the spread.
1: But (laughs) this was wild, wild shit from the porpoise. (laughs) But
0: the ship carries her off with the captain's promise to leave her in Jamaica for the Artemis to find What? That was the
2: craziest thing. The The heck! heck? Oh Mm. yeah, no, you're kidnapped now. Yeah, Yeah. but here's (laughs) this like young
1: teen to help you who has no medical knowledge. I do love Pound. I think Pound dying was one of the most awful things. Like that did not need to happen for real
2: that was really sad and with like the like nose piercing with like the oh my god
0: yeah but what a good way to make sure that someone was dead it kind of reminds me like how they used to do like little bells at the grave so in case someone was buried alive you'd be like ring ring ring, ring, please let me out but could you imagine being pierced by the nose as you were like oh I just no no."
2: Fergus can get it anytime um if they ever need anybody to replace Marsali on the show I happily volunteer. (laughs) Just call me. Uh yeah. No, Ian is also great, although we don't see him that much yet.
0: But no, he's busy being kidnapped.
2: Soon, soon. Okay. So then on the British ship, the porpoise, which is kind of a horrible name for a ship. Horrible
0: name. <laughs> Especially a man of war ship. Like I am not intimidated by that at no, all. Not at all. Right.
2: Claire struggles against suspicion from some of the crew but eventually she manages to stop the spread of the disease they're all like super thankful obviously.
1: COVID ship for real guys. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean you want us to wash our hands? We can't drink the alcohol?
2: That was disgusting but really smart of her to be like it was very uh COVID friendly. She's like dip your hands in alcohol. It was like hand sanitizer. It was great. So Claire discovers that the captain knows Jamie's identity and she plans and he plans to have him arrested in Jamaica for treason and murder, which
0: thanks much
2: is obviously not good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He is always about to be arrested for treason and murder. Like he just continent hops.
2: He cannot catch a break for anything. Poor man. Anyways, he's lucky he's hot because or else the show would have killed him off a la Ned Stark. Yeah. Yeah. So she tries to escape when they go ashore, but the captain stops her. That was like a weak attempt. Honestly, it was not great. That night, while let's see, a woman named Annika suggests and encourages Claire to jump overboard using an empty barrel as a raft, thinking that the current would be able to carry her to land. This was also a dumb plan. Wild
0: gamut. (laughs) Just a wild plan. Just jump in this, just jump in this cargo hold thing and just float to some island. What?
2: Yeah, that was insane. Insane. It was just like, yeah, it's probably fine. And the ship yeah. wasn't
0: like treating her that badly, so why not just wait and make like just she was? I guess so desperate to try and find Jamie in the middle of the ocean to a right. warn that he was going to be arrested. It makes no sense. It's I mean, nonsense. There's That's how little part, sense.
2: And then they're stupid. Like this yeah. was just so dumb. It was so yeah. Dumb. So, meanwhile, on the Artemis, Jamie is confined after threatening the captain because the captain refuses to pursue the porpoise. This is just such a mess. And then Jamie attempts to get Fergus to help him take control of the ship, but Fergus changes the plans, not wanting to risk him and Jamie being thrown overboard. So instead, Fergus persuades the captain to let Jamie rejoin the crew after Jamie promises not to attempt a mutiny again. I pinky mm-hmm. promise not to pinky. attempt to mutiny.
0: I totally yeah. pinky
2: promise. You can trust me. Everything's totally <laughs>
0: fine. Everything has changed now. Yes.
2: Even
1: though Everything gingers changed. are apparently bad luck on a ship, trust me.
2: Yeah. It's 100% fine. Fergus, though, like, what an MVP. Just yeah. love that kid. So Full on
1: much. diplomatic skills right there. Yeah. Yep. Good job, what yep. a kid.
2: He's the best. Yes, I am on Team good. Fergus 100% of the time. And not just because he's French, but he's great. It does help.
1: It does help. I mean,
2: it does not hurt that he is my countryman.
1: Okay, so now we've got Claire with the good hair. Still, she's shipwrecked, but she still looks real good.
2: Right. Great.
1: With yeah. Anika's help, she does drift to the island. <laughs> it, that it was just the works.
2: craziest thing. I don't even care about the time traveling. This was the craziest thing I've seen. bobbing
0: yeah. Yeah. in the ocean. Yeah, a la wild. lost. No way.
1: Very, very wild that she made it. She gets ashore, struggles in land like, damn. It's a harsh environment. She's dead in desperate need of water. She lists the rule of three, the three minutes without air, three days without water, three weeks without food. So she knows she needs to find water. The ants really freaked me out, you guys. I just have to add that in. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. not a fan
2: of the ants that was like the ants that you see on like naked and afraid mm-hmm. that like give you all those like pustules oh
1: yeah yes yeah. yeah. no thank you no thank you to the ants no. but luckily she is found by father fogden a runaway priest who takes her in he's a little bit off his rocker y'all like just a I'm little sorry. bit he seems a little bit fairly <laughs> innocuous like pretty harmless except he doesn't want to help her because he's lonely yeah and only has his ex-lover's mother to keep him
0: company not great not great that is a sad story another sad
1: love story coconut he talks to coco coco the coconut and then claire cleverly uses that later on to persuade him
2: man that guy was whacked
1: something's (laughs) gone wrong something has gone horribly wrong with father facton but a few days later the artemis finally reaches the island and is in desperate need of repairs after the captain died in the storm it seemed like the first mate also might have died or a lot of the people who were up the chain died so then jamie's like oh i guess i can be in charge now now it's not a mutiny (laughs) because of course jamie's like the only one left who can actually lead Just as the ship is about to sail away, though, Claire attracts Jamie's attention from the beach using a mirror. Very clever, Claire. How did she get that
0: mirror? How did she have that mirror? Here's another question. It was with her kit, maybe. It's in her trunk.
2: Sirius Black gave it to her. She just found it. It's casual.
0: (laughs) It's one of those things where, like, it pops out of nowhere, and I'm like, has she been
1: carrying around the shard of glass this whole time? I guess it was in that kit that she had packed with, like, her belt and stuff in it, but yeah.
2: Why? whatever it doesn't matter it 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 matters to
1: attack attract jamie yeah yeah yeah. don't look too closely avert
0: your gaze
1: yeah just don't pay attention it's fine they get reunited on the beach very passionately (laughs) i was like oh yeah are we finally gonna get some sex maybe because of course they were in freaking separate cabins because
2: ridiculous
1: jamie was like marcelo you're gonna sleep with claire and claire's like excuse me yeah (laughs)
2: what a talk block honestly jamie unbelievable and then they didn't even have sex in the sand i could not even with them mm -mm, yeah mm -mm. no but sand is coarse and it
0: gets everywhere and as we know (laughs) anakin hates sand so we can't be too harsh for that's
2: true
1: also very true so on the island fergus and marsley officially wed finally (laughs) thanks again slightly insane father fagden for marrying them very funny ceremony by the way
2: hilarious
1: like but you have like, a wooden hand does the lady object she's like no shut <laughs> up <Keep> go <going."> away <laughs> I love it so much and the following day Jamie Claire and company set sail for Jamaica, Aruba, Jamaica I think Sarah you put this little note here
0: yeah, it's a little bit sad that Arabella the goat had to get eaten in order for Claire to find her way back to Jamie. So pour one out to Arabella the goat. <laughs> hey,
1: at least the uh, flesh eating beetles got a meal.
2: Amen. Also, I have to say, like, the most touching part of that whole ceremony was when Jamie's like, his last name is Frazier. Oh, uh, was- yes. Fergus, oh. I don't have a last name. He's oh. like, <laughs> that was so so good oh god I just like I'm obsessed with Jamie as like an adopted dad to Fergus they're for sure they're the best I'm obsessed with them for
0: sure moving moving to the next episode by some witchcraft it is revealed that Gayless yes Gayless (laughs) she's back back again, mm. is holding yeah. young Ian prisoner in Jamaica because of course she is, of course. right? Of course yeah. she is. Yeah. And of course she compels him to drink some tea that forces him to tell the truth about Jamie and the treasure.
2: Okay, can we stop there? What was of that? Of course.
1: So- I <laughs> looked it up and there's like, there was nothing. I mean, there's sodium pentatol which is like the truth serum or whatever, but-
2: That was insane. I was so just yeah. it up Wait. to
1: magic. <laughs> Snape yeah. was helping her out.
2: Veratia <laughs> serum. Like, like, to serum. I was just like, <laughs> "What am I watching?" So that was really strange because she's not a. Is, she, is she, I, I'm still like, is she a witch or? Is she, she said I think, she got help from
1: the witch doctors, which also like. Yeah.
2: But, okay.
0: I mean, here's the thing. I I again less less so with the mirror, but more so now. I chalk it up to if the stones are real other magic is okay. totally possible in that's this world fair.
2: That yeah is fair.
0: so that's what I chalk it up to because like I would have thought it was just the situation and Galus being very persuasive with him but how he seemed to say it seemed to catch him yeah. by surprise right. so I don't think that that's that I think it's actually true genuine magic that's happening yes.
2: here maybe he's mm-hmm. just like ooh, boobs yeah bloody
0: naked bloody boobs Uh, like let's take another pause to say no one has ever looked so sexy in an outfit of blood as gayless that was like some vampire of the blood kind of thing i can't remember what her name was
2: i will say when daenerys ate that horse heart and was covered in blood she looked pretty good too
0: she was a boss she was (laughs) a boss bitch for that maybe it's a thing yeah
2: (laughs) But that, that was weird. I was not expecting to see Galus, first of all, yeah. period. And then to see her like that, like, in a bloodbath, mm-hmm. literally, was bloodbath. insane. Talk insane. about a bloodbath.
1: She has murdered, like, many virgins yeah. after deflowering them to steal their power. Yeah. Like, really, really hard look for Galus here. Because I was rooting for Galus in season yeah. one. And then this part, I was like, she's raping these boys. Yeah. That yeah. Was really and hard. then slitting their... Throats and throwing them in the garbage.
0: Yeah, she got a taste of power, and yeah. then just went absolutely bonkers when she mm-hmm. returned. She just she is obscenely dedicated to get a a Bonnie Prince or a king on the throne. It's well, like yeah. beyond realistic. <laughs>
2: yeah. The lady loves Scotland. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> anything,
0: mm-hmm. literally anything. Um, but to pivot, when Jamie and Claire reach Jamaica. Claire gets into an altercation in the slave market over a man named, I believe, Temeraire. Jamie buys him to defuse the situation because, I mean, it is a slave market. And I think Claire had said, here it's going to last for another 70 years Mm -hmm. and really bad look for America. It's going to last 100 years in America. So really, there was nothing that they could do. And the altercation alone could have gotten them into some serious trouble. Totally. They attend a ball thrown by the new governor, Lord John. What? what, what, what? Everyone's returning. The whole crew's back together. Back again. So Claire is reunited with Galis at the ball, who offers to help them search for young Ian, which, hmm, liar, liar, pants on fire. Yeah. At the ball, Margaret Campbell prophesies that a king will rule Scotland again when a 200-year-old child is killed spooky and we all wonder but not really what that foreshadow could possibly mean Tamara informs Jamie and Claire that Galus is holding young Ian making her a total absolute liar yeah. and on their way to Galus' villa Jamie is arrested by Leonard
2: <sighs> this freaking guy mm. yeah okay so mm. I've, got a, I've got a book question Colleen mm-hmm. and I don't know that I actually want to know but does this prophecy come true?
1: <laughs> Not that I know of. Okay. As far as I know Bree is still alive and kicking. Right. Cuz
2: we're assuming <laughs> this is Brianna.
1: Mm-hmm. I so, mean, we have to, right? Yeah, we okay, have right. to. Okay. And that's what Galus assumes. But I mean, there are a lot of babies that are born like between people time traveling people. So it could be any number. Um, are of
2: there babies. like are there others like like Bree? You'll just have to see. Um <laughs> Okay, (laughs) fine. I guess I'll have to read the books that are actually sitting on my shelf right behind me.
0: (laughs) Yes, exactly.
2: All right. So then Claire is captured while searching Galus' slave houses for Ian. This was scary. Like, I really thought we were going to see Ian just, like, dead. Yeah. I, I, I got nervous there. So then the governor's troops recover Jamie from Captain Leonard, and Lord John sets Jamie free after Leonard is unable to produce any evidence of Jamie's alleged crimes. Freaking, John gone. owned. First of all, owned him, but also like, how does this man come in so clutch every single every time? Because he like, loves Jamie. <laughs> he I love him too, but I don't know that I could put myself into like every situation ever to free him. <laughs> like John will gone. forever and
1: ever amen. He loves Jamie. Aww. He's the
2: best. He is the best. Meanwhile, Claire tells Gaylus about her return to the 20th century, and Galus realizes that it's Claire's child, Bree who must die before Scotland wins its new king. So as you know, because she's a crazy person, (laughs) (laughs) she's about to do something crazy to make that happen. So in the struggle to save young Ian, Claire slays Galus in the like freakiest cave I've ever seen in my life
0: yeah nope out of there
2: yeah no so like mm-hmm. they're right next to this creepy traveler's pond which i still don't like 100 percent understand what it it's was
1: like the veil or something in the it department of mysteries
2: calling yeah. to clear but like would that have sent her back in the future is that what is that what i it was think it would have, have sent her back to her time Probably. It was so weird that that was the weirdest thing ever. So that I would
1: like, prefer passing
0: through a stone than mm-hmm. like accidentally drowning.
2: Absolutely, and in the creepiest cave. Yes. <laughs> like if it was less creepy, like mm-hmm. I'd be like, okay, fine. But no, it was really creepy. So this like beheading was like very oh. intense. Mm-hmm. Like I was not expecting that level of mm-hmm. graphic.
1: it is it should be noted that Claire does not need a sacrifice or the stones to travel whereas Galus needed to sacrifice people her husband and have the precious stones to travel
2: but did she or did she only think that she needed them she might have only thought that right I think she
1: only thought that
2: because
0: we do know unequivocally that some precious stones and it could be it seems to be any kind of precious stone mm-hmm. needed to be part of you when traveling <laughs> but the murder I think is just yeah, a gayless special, of- <laughs> special sauce
2: that she yeah. really enjoyed was, he was my favorite so handsome that's right. <laughs> Um, so then after that, you know, after you've casually murdered a person, they casually set sail to leave Jamaica, but they're shipwrecked in a storm after some pretty nice steamy sex. That was finally, Ooh. it was honestly, it was about freaking time. Cause we were yeah. in a drought. It was rough. We so were in was- an
0: ocean surrounded by nothing.
2: Nothing. So that was very nice to see um and then jamie saves claire from drowning in the most unbelievable and heroic way possible which was really great mm-hmm. visually and pleasing very very great and they're washed up together on the shore of the american colony of georgia and what should... <laughs> this is
0: so funny <laughs>
2: whoever wrote this i applaud you colleen
0: colleen, colleen. it's
2: what? from sloan <laughs> One shipwreck is all well and good, but what about second shipwreck? Mm-hmm. How about turtle soup sex? Yeah, that yes, was, that was the sherry. Put a whole bottle of sherry into that soup. Dude, Claire was on one. That was insane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, that it. yeah, that was great. So then we end up in America, and here we are mm-hmm. setting up for the next season, which was exciting. 10 years yep.
1: before the american revolution
2: right start. which obviously like is not. It's not a great time to be here
0: no definitely not a little too early well why don't we get to things to watch and listen for colleen why don't you kick
1: us off yes so kayliss's nickname on jamaica is bacra mm-hmm. which is from a caribbean word meaning white person or more specifically slave owner which both of these fit Galas to a T. Yeah. It comes from back raw because they were whipped Ugh. by their masters. So oh, that's awful. Rough. Yep, that's just great. Everything's fine in Jamaica. Mm. And also Temeraire is French for reckless, mm-hmm. even though this guy seems to be pretty cautious and pretty like cool under pressure. Like, Good for you, Temeraire. You go join your buddies up in the hills. Like, yeah. Run away from these white people because they're going to get in lots of trouble. <laughs>
2: right yeah. usually in french to is like uh it's like a good thing like it's like brave but also like sm- it like it's, it's gryffindor guess- <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's exactly gryffindor right so I, I don't know to me like reckless seems like a negative thing but timmy is like it's a positive for sure so Ooh, i really so- like this guy a lot
0: yeah I like
2: he was a cool dude So for the second thing
0: um, for watching for Galas had brought up Benjamin Button. And before you get all hot and sweaty thinking about sexy Brad Pitt, remember that Galas wouldn't have had a clue about the movie. Instead, she's referring to a short story written by F. Scott Fitzgerald and published in 1922. Mm -hmm. It's based on an actual condition in which a child's body ages rapidly. Mm -hmm. Wild stuff. Yep. And then just for one little tiny nugget, the Jamaican ritual dance scene also reminds Claire and the viewers of the Druid Mm -hmm. dance from season one,
1: which was beautiful, very beautifully portrayed. Oh, I just remembered another thing too. Um, Yes. Galus's new married name is Abernathy, which should be ding, 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 ding. Remember Joe Abernathy in Claire's future. Oh, snap. Because slaves would often take on the last name of their owner.
2: Dude, Dang. that just blew my mind right now
1: so they're all connected in this web i think it was either claire or jamie that said it seems like everybody's coming together and we're all drawn together by this kind of force
2: yeah no kidding wow <laughs> uh, i did nope. not put two and two together with that here one. here comes joe <laughs> wow well i love joe good one
0: so colleen good more one. joe the
2: better yes i could use more
1: joe
0: well, why don't, we, why don't we get to how historically accurate Outlander is in these episodes. Flo, why don't you kick us off?
2: Sure. I'm going to talk to you about something that's still happening. And that <laughs> is the white savior complex. Um, it is super prevalent in fiction and film, especially books and movies written by white creators. And Temeraire is an excellent example of this trope. Sure, we know that Claire and Jamie are kind people who will try to free Temeraire because obviously we know them, but he doesn't know that. So it's great that Claire and Jamie want to do what's right and know that slavery is bad, but continuing to show this kind of stereotype isn't the best look for Outlander, and John Gray should also know better. John Gray is like the ultimate white savior, but we also kind of need him to save Jamie repeatedly. Yes. Yes. Which is good.
1: Like yeah. yes, this trope is used usually to show like a good, a good character or a hero yeah. doing something good for someone who's down on their luck. But it's usually a person of color,
2: and right. it's like getting help from getting help from a white person. Yeah.
1: Right. Right. Exactly. We'll Who, see like, this again in season four.
2: Quite definitely. Long, quite oh, um, so there's a lot of white savior complex coming up for sure. It's just like the real issue, right? Is that Jamie and Claire didn't ask what he wanted or oh. get to know anything about the culture or the realities of slavery in Jamaica right. so it's just like they're coming in with their own ideas of the world and then imposing yep. their worldview on people mm-hmm. yep so and That's he's an probably issue. an African slave
1: he, he right. probably isn't a Caribbean slave right so it's like he can't go home like literally he can't yeah. so you really need to make sure he's safe right Instead of just being like, oh, show us where these random freed slaves are that you think are there. Like, didn't even bring them to the
2: door? Like, just letting them wander into the woods. This whole part of the season and the series as a whole was just very rushed. Like, this is probably, for me, the weakest that Outlander gets. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. And I think this is part of the issue, right? Like, we just didn't get enough time there wasn't enough time with Jamie and Claire, or in, or mm-hmm. even enough time in Jamaica, although it kind of felt yes. like forever, just to yeah. like see what's actually happening. It's just like, mm-hmm. boom, John Gray, Gailus, now she's dead. Ah, so and, and, <laughs> and enough time with the Campbells either. Yeah, I yeah. More from them.
0: <clears throat> and but for that mysterious treasure box that we were questioning about from the get go, so it it mm-hmm. kind of seems like just overall we we consider this to be the weakest season because yeah. its storyline yeah. its plot line is just not as strong and there just wasn't yeah. enough good sex what can we say really? it really is not there was there's no. the truth
2: there was there what like it. four maybe four sex scenes
1: in the whole season probably. that you would like
2: that you would consider like outland memorable <laughs> yeah like yeah. it was weak
0: I don't even remember four, so I'm just gonna have to take your word for it.
2: I mean, it might be less than that, honestly.
0: Yeah. I think,
2: Colleen's I can think like of three. let me look back through. Like, like <laughs> three, three maybe. And
1: one of them they got like thrown water on by Jenny, so that might not oh, yeah. even count.
0: Yeah, see, I don't I don't count that one because it was mere rutting. They were trying, but they didn't get to go anywhere.
2: I mean it was still pretty good. It was still <laughs> pretty good. Yeah,
1: that one at least was memorable. I can remember them actually trying like, to do it. Oh my gosh. Speaking of somebody else who has some sexiness to him and some interesting fetishes mm-hmm. that were not shown on the show. Oh. Yitin show has a foot fetish in the book. Oh, which of course the British people think is really freaking weird. He's called Mr. Willoughby by Jamie because it's easier because of course we're going to rename. Yeah, let's just person of color. everybody.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. another problem. Ding, ding, that's ding. That's going to be an
1: issue later. I love that he falls instantly for Margaret Campbell. That was so on cute. the show. It was really cute. They were like kindred spirits. They read each other's souls. Adorable. And it differs a lot from what happens to Mr. Willoughby in the book. Ooh. Yutencho is the one who betrayed Jamie in Edinburgh to Sir Percival. Whoa.
2: I'm up oh. right now. Yep.
1: yep. Yep. Because he thinks, even though Jamie's been helping him, he thinks that because he had his soul Taken from Jamie by the renaming, by the making him wear clothes of British people, by basically making him learn English. By he's, he thinks he's like an identity thief, basically.
0: Yeah, seriously. So wow. yikes,
1: a lot of yikes. Like, oh, my but mind Jamie is blown. Did. Yeah, I I, mm, <laughs> I like Mr. Willoughby much better on the show.
2: Yeah. Cause it's like, really? That's what we're gonna go for? Like,
1: make him out to be this villain? That's not cool. Yeah,
2: that's not okay.
1: And Jamie calls him a heathen in the book, which is like Jamie.
2: Jamie. Jamie oh
1: Alexander Malcolm yeah. Fraser. Yeah, unacceptable. China during this time was far more advanced culturally than Europe. Like Hell way yeah. more advanced than Europe. They were ruled by the Qing dynasty during this time period. They saw massive population growth political stability, advancements, both commercially and artistically, like these people were ballers. Yeah, China was huge during this time. And just because the Europeans couldn't really understand their culture was a huge issue. And Willoughby was a royal scholar. So he lived like this really posh life mm-hmm. of beauty and just extravagance in the palace. So it's no yeah. wonder that when he gets to Europe, he's like, these people are dirty. the basics yeah they basic totally basic speaking of basic here's Duncan hi Duncan come here baby and thoughtless and of course he thinks the women are ugly so that's also something that made me laugh when he tells his story and he's like I'm surrounded by ugly women who don't understand
2: me to be fair he was not in Paris when Claire was wearing that red dress right oh yeah
1: I think true if Yitensho had been in Paris I think he would have been much happier
2: I think so too the lifestyle
1: he did seem to get on a little bit better in Jamaica when all of the women were like in their beautiful dresses he was kind of like here we go this is it yeah this could be it I could get used to this like so yay Mr. Willoughby on the show as opposed to the book
2: hooray (laughs) much better (laughs) better. (laughs) And, and then Sarah I think we have one more
0: Yeah, last but not least is the Georgia Colony. And it is a darn miracle that the ship Mm -hmm. survived that storm surge, like truly a miracle the Georgia colony named after King George II was the last of the 13 colonies founded by Britain in 1732. Mm -hmm. So unfortunately, bum, 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 here come the plantations in season four, which is why I think you guys were mentioning the white savior complex might be coming on a little bit strong.
2: Yeah. I mean, the next seasons have like not only slaves, but also Native Americans yeah oh
1: um, yeah, yeah there's,
2: there's a lot going on for oh, schematic sure. portrayals get ready for season four <laughs> better than
1: the books like better they actually do a better job on the show than they do in the books oh
2: good representation Interesting.
0: well we'll have to talk about that probably next week
2: yeah the next season's good good will we get jocasta <laughs> uh, yeah jocasta is amazing can't wait cannot wait
1: sarah's going to like her too she will recognize her from another show that she likes oh
0: yay now i'm excited well i think with that little titillation tidbit i think that's where we should leave things for today thank you so much for being with us and come back next time when we continue to explore outlander season four and expect an announcement on upcoming projects very soon In the meantime, you can listen to us in our podcast or YouTube format. Either way, please smash that subscribe button and leave us those five stars reviews. Check out our website at Bohemian Geek Studies where you can enjoy watching all of our episodes and enjoy Colleen's book corner where she's reviewing Star Wars literature. And you can also contact us through email and social media to tell us about your favorite takes and favorite shows. And always, 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 Keep telling other Nerdy Nights to join us because that really does help. Until next time, try not to drink any tea. Tr- to- <laughs> I can't even say it. <laughs> try not to drink any truth tea and keep those episodes streaming. Bye everyone. Bye guys. Bye. Bye.